Here we go. All right, people. We are so far delayed, and that's because Kim. Because Adam can't shut up. That's partially true. <laughs> that's really the right answer. That's that's the right answer. We're, you know what? Because um, today is Monday, and it's Marketing Monday, and I have my beautiful co-host Shelly. That's right, Gattis. Shelly Gaddis. She is right. I'm not even going to argue with with you on any of that. No, I shouldn't. Of course but not. the reason why we're late is because we were having such a fantastic conversation with Kim here about various different things, none of which we will get into. Right. Unless she wants to. But <laughs> we'll talk it. social media. Maybe later. Okay. Maybe later. So the reason for the title uh, is because sh- Kim here, sorry, Kim, uh, we had a little bit of a messenger group chat going on, and Kim said that, posted one of the ideas being that social media will not save your business. And I just wanted to just kind of dive right into it really quick. Um, give us a little bit of info on you, who okay. you are what your business is, how you got into social media in the first place, and then I really want to dive into that question. Well, first of all, thanks for having me here. My name is Kim Vanderpool. I run Fresh Impact, which is a social media management marketing company, and I have the best job in the world because I get to help people make a fresh impact with their marketing um, through social media. We work with all types of businesses and um, individuals from large Fortune 500 companies to just uh, someone new entrepreneur starting up. Our sweet spot is taking a look at where they should be on social media, helping them develop a plan. If they don't have the resources to hire us, then we show them how to do the plan. If they have the hire the resources to hire us, then we implement their plan. Long and short of it. Man, well delivered. Thank Almost you. like you'd been prepping for that. I have been I, I practicing. Think she said that once or twice. Maybe. Yes, I have said it. Um, we do Facebook ads and Pinterest and LinkedIn also. So those are. It's not just Facebook. It's Pinterest ads and LinkedIn. Pinterest ads and LinkedIn nice. um, are all specialties also. So. And you've kind of been leaning into LinkedIn a little bit more lately, correct? Because you and I have talked yes, about it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, LinkedIn, I believe, is one of the most underutilized platforms um, for business owners to really. So does Gary Vee. Gary Vee. <laughs> well, I have something in common with Gary Vee. Do you know Vee. who Gary Vaynerchuk is? I do. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say, what? Yeah, I would hope so if I'm Yeah, in seriously, space. he did like a whole, not to interrupt you and That's fine. No. on this, but no, that's your that's podcast. What, uh, <laughs> you <laughs> interrupt but I'm not a jerk to people. <laughs> no, you're, oh. you're very nice. You are very nice. Me. Um, no, Gary Vee says that TikTok and LinkedIn are like the two platforms that your business should be on in 2020. Definitely agree. Yeah. Yep. 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 That and Google My Business. I had last week oh. came across five businesses that did not have Google My Business accounts. Okay. Real quick, if we can touch on that. Yes. The only thing that I have a problem with Google My Business is that Google is very flaky on the this uh, the platforms that they use. Right. Um, Google Plus might be a bad example, but I mean it was. It never really did that well as a floundering fish, but then th- it was basically a requirement that you had to be on there, and then they kind of let that die right. off. And I mean, they've they've killed off so many platforms. Um, they have. My take is that right now, if you play nice with Google, they're going to help show your stuff. So it does yep. really work great for um, SEO. And I actually had a client that was from down south, and she's a counselor, and she was like, "You need to post to Google My Business." I'm going. No, I don't. That is a waste of time. She proved me wrong because her numbers really did increase for people Hmm. calling her when we posted once a week on Google My Business. That's awesome. So an extra three minutes on a free platform. All right. So there's the first tip of the show. We're like five minutes into it. Google My Business. Get on it. Right. And to be perfectly honest, I don't even know like 
jack about Google My Business, honestly. Right, right. It's pretty straightforward. It is a pretty straightforward platform. Fill in all the blanks. Fill in all the things. Like, if they ask where your address is, your hours. Is it kind of like a Yelp? Kind of. Except they don't steal money from you and it's right. not a well, mafia scheme. Yeah. I it's mean, free. And as far as the service to the facing consumer. <laughs> it's just like Yelp. People can, you can encourage people to leave reviews. It's a great way to get your name yeah. out there. You can um, show pictures of your videos, video, everything. If you blog, it's a no brainer. I think you if, can I could share be wrong, the blogs. But Agora Pulse, I think, actually will push stuff to Google My Business. Yep. Some of them do. I haven't had the best. Like the formatting kind of gets wonky. And literally for my clients, I just set a time like Wednesday mornings at eight and I just go into everybody's Google My Business and update if they're offering special promos like it's Valentine's Day. So if you have the share the love promo, um, that would be a good one to do. Mm -hmm. They love specials and promos and they like it when you update your hours. So if you're closed, isn't it next weekend is President's Weekend? Yeah. If you're closed on Monday for President's Day, go in there and just quick update your hours and then Tuesday morning flip them back. Simple. Interesting. All right. Mm -hmm. Now. You better use that. If you have a For... business and a website. Anything anything you want to. Just anything. put on there Shelly, right. Like, I mean, I do have a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And, you know, and local people, like if you have a brick and mortar, of course, it's a no-brainer. Right. Some people that are like life coaches, it's like, do I really need one or not? Maybe, maybe not. But it's not going to hurt anything. It's not going to hurt. Thing. And if you are blogging. Or even some social media posts are pretty darn long Yeah. that why not? Yep. Right. It, it's not going to hurt you. And you can test it. That's what is the name of the game. Test it. See if it works. If yep. it doesn't work, don't. But usually it's only a few minutes of your time. Okay. So diving into this thing that you posted in the Messenger group chat, which is social media will not save your business. What? What? Lay it on us. Okay. Like, <laughs> Let's just go with it. All right. We're going to go with it. Be brutal. You will not believe the amount of calls that I'll get from people wanting social media and because their business is in trouble or they want, they think that if they post to Facebook one time and I'm going to use coaches kind of as a, it seems like they're a good one for that one is that if they're posting, like, why aren't people calling? Why aren't, it's like. Because it's not going to save your business. <laughs> Social media is a tool. And what we need to do is educate people on how to use the tool. It, for most people, it's a free platform. You can't go on Kelloland for free. You can't go on the radios for free. But you can go on social media for free if you want to learn how to do it yourself for businesses or right. you can pay somebody. So it's just not, a great Not to platform. brag or anything, but I went on Kelloland like three times for free. Didn't pay a dime. Well, good for you. <laughs> good for you. The average person, if they want to, they want it. So social media is a great way to stand out. It's a great way. It's an awesome tool yeah. to promote your business. But if you don't have the stuff in place, the right practices, the right principles, the stuff in place it's not going to save your business and if you don't invest time and energy into it like that's the thing like i i just had this conversation with somebody the other day that's like if you everything in life everything in life can come down to time and money right Right. so if you're willing to invest the time then you can save some money if you don't want to invest the time then you're going to spend some money it's always a fine balance of it like it, it it has not like it's your kid your house your business your anything like it's, it's a give and take. And if you are willing to invest the time into learning how to properly do social media, then yes, you're going to save some money. But if as a business owner, you don't have that amount of money
money to, or excuse me, you don't have that amount of time to invest into building a huge social media presence, then you better be ready to start putting some money towards your social media. Like you can't expect from a free service to all of a sudden get $10,000 back in return without investing a crap ton of time into it then. Right. And how I like to explain it when I talk to new clients about different um, platforms and the different way that we do process is that your basic platform is you are painting the house. You're putting in the pretty bushes. You're putting in the nice landscaping. So when people drive by, they like what you see. So they're Mm -hmm. like, it's nice. So that is like the bare minimum basic. Mm -hmm. And then the next step is, is when you invite them in for dinner, you're engaging and that's asking the questions and responding back to comments. And so there's that level. And then the highest level is when you invite them to spend over the night. So you have that different. Yeah, I know. Saucy. (laughs) We're talking about saucy. (laughs) But you, that, that's that next level. Well, not only engaging, but you're inviting and that's that different stuff. And what, a lot of the business owners that I see that are using social media, some, I mean, there's a lot of ones that are using some great, there's a, some great platforms out there doing a the great mm-hmm. job. But there are some where they might put one bush in and then come back and next year that bush is dead or yeah. they paint their house purple because right. everybody's painting their house purple and next year it's like blues the color. And yep. that's where we run into the challenges of yep. the social media. Or you plant a bush and expect to be able to sell your house for $10,000 more because you planted a bush. Right. Like, yeah, it's daily maintenance. I would, the only thing I will maybe add to this too is the only thing that I really see a lot of businesses and companies doing wrong, in my opinion, maybe you guys can weigh in on it, is that there's no personality behind some what they're posting like it's okay to be have some fun on there and like show through don't don't make it a robotic type post just show through some humor some fun and stuff like that uh, a really good example that i like to point out is dbrand um phone skins if you've ever looked them up on twitter it is absolutely hilarious and they have such a huge following on there because of the fact that they take they actually go out of their way to insult their customers on Twitter. <laughs> nice. Like when when the Tesla Cybertruck, when that whole thing came out, you know, and Elon throws the thing at the window and it shatters, D brand built an entire landing page dedicated to uh phone skins that won't break the glass because <laughs> and like um for for the Cybertruck. Oh, you don't like the way the Cybertruck looks? No problem. We'll sell we'll sell you a skin for that for ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and then we'll sell you our uh, phone screen uh, that you can put over the top of your Tesla Cybertruck glass so it won't shatter. Like, right? Totally trolling Tesla, and it was just awesome. Like, right. it was just hilarious. Uh, so, I mean, you don't obviously. I'm not advocating that you go to maybe that level. But like a but hospital probably pers- shouldn't do right. that. Right? Showing your personality and not giving enough time. I mean, and following all the rules, like. How many posts do I have to post with a link or image? Or I can't post anything with just copy because if everyone has to have an image, test it. See what works. If you start right. asking engagement questions, don't stop after a couple weeks. Yeah. Start engaging with the engaging questions yourself and see what happens. Right. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I see happening is that we're selling our products and not the solutions of the product. So mm. you... Okay. So, Keep going. Right. So... Um, since we were talking breast earlier, oh. um, breast pumps. <laughs> you could sell breast pumps or you could t- sell the solution of a mom being able to 
go to work or spend time doing something else or dad being involved with the feeding because mom was able to pump. Mm-hmm. So he's sewing that solution instead of just selling the breast oh, milk product. Oh, okay. I thought you had said the opposite. That oh. you sell the product, not the solution. No, no, oh. sell and the I was going to be like, I was going to be like, oh, this will be interesting because I'm going to, I'm going to go with a hard new. No, on that uh-uh. one. nope. I want <laughs> you to sell the solution. And so many people come with, we're selling the product, we're selling my coaching, situ- my coaching solution. Well, your coaching may be awesome, but how, how is that person going to be impacted? Yeah, by show that? me the end result. Right. Like who did, who did you pull out of the depths to right. save? You know, we. Um, just last week on Friday. So I teach, you know mm-hmm. that. And one of the classes that we, um, in one of my classes, they have to read story branding. Yep. And so Jeff Pickett actually came and talked to them on Friday about story branding. And that's really the whole idea behind story branding is, you know, teaching your clients or helping your clients be able to understand how is this product or service or whatever going to help the customer. Right. And that's what you build the story around. Like what's the story about how this is going to make somebody's life better or how is this going to improve or, you know, whatever. It's not talking about me, 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 me. It's finding out about them. Right. Right. And on the flip side, it's (laughs) (laughs) like dying to jump in here. I I just... You ladies are so much fun. Like I love talking to you. Like this is like I, I'm really not trying to kiss ass, but like you're well, so much fun you know. to talk. I have to kiss Shelly's ass because, or else she beats I me off camera. Beat your ass, <laughs> <laughs> or has my wife beat my ass? Right, right, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, we have, do have a question. Ooh. Um, what market? Oh, I always ask myself, what marketing strategy am I implementing besides social media in case social media is gone tomorrow? That's a great question. Like Edgar, a, my man. Thank you. I like it a lot, actually. Right. And that is a, a great question and something I've been trying to assist my clients in coming is that my husband will say to me, you do Facebook ads, but you're not advertising for yourself. Well, 99% of my business comes from this, comes mm-hmm. from talking and stuff. And so how can we use what we know from social media and creating that relationship with the customer and clients can we bring that offline? So that's my ultimate goal for all my clients is we start the conversation, create that connection, but we want to build that relationship offline. Right. So, so I 100% agree. So I'm going to I'm going to say this, but then I'm going to I'm going to lead into kind of answering what Edgar's question is. Something that I used to talk a lot about when I had my detailing business and was trying to help other detailers and I'm a big proponent for that what I used to say was if people don't know who you are, they will not contact you to for you to be able to sell that. And then you have to be able to, whatever you're selling, your service or your product or whatever, then has to follow up with all those expectations. But first and foremost, you're not, so everyone that's on my friends list basically is a detailer. I said, you're not a detailer. You're a marketer and then you're a salesman and then you're a detailer. Because if people don't know who you are, then you can't sell anything to them. And then you have to follow it up with a really great service behind all of that. Now, the answer, in my opinion, to that question is that there's a lot of things in social media that are completely parallel to anything else that you'd want to do. So, for example, right now, we're kind of, we're basically doing like a TV style interview. That's what podcasting is, is we're, we're broadcasting live to thousands of people. We have professional mic setups. So like if I wanted to, if social media were to go away completely tomorrow, you still have the knowledge of being able to do 
engaging conversations and questions with people to draw out value that then makes for really good TV interview questions, right? Right. Um, if you know how to take a really good picture. I mean, photography's been around for I don't even know how long. What, 100 years? Like, if you if you learn how to take a really good picture from social media, it doesn't matter if social media goes away tomorrow because there's going to be a platform, doesn't matter what it is, that you can then use that knowledge to put it into. Right. Video, audio, written word. Written word's been around for, I don't know, millennia. Right. We're just going to go with a millennia. Like, if you know how to write engaging, co- if you know how to write engaging content, whether it be digital or actual pen to paper, it doesn't matter. You, it's still skill sets that you learn that you can use for other platforms. Doesn't matter what that platform is. Correct. We just talked to somebody yesterday who has a really two really successful magazines, mm-hmm. and here I'm thinking like magazines are dead, you know, type of thing, and she's like, "You're wrong." And I mean, magazines have been around for however long. So, well, people said the same thing though. When it, I mean, I feel like people say the same thing every time there's any sort of new technology that comes oh, out, for right? Sure. So, right. like when like digital or like streaming music came about, like there's never going to be radio stations anymore. There's never going to be CDs anymore. There's never going to be, you know, and while it's probably changed and evolutionized those business or those models that had been stagnant for a very long time, it just added to it. It never really, I mean, I feel like there's so few media sources that have ever disappeared because of something. Eight track tape, but they're big and bulky. Well, and they weren't even, in my opinion, like, I don't even think they were, like, they were. They're more of a tool, again. And they were, like, a short-term fad. You know what I mean? Like, beta movies. Like, like, that might be the one that has kind of gone away is, like. I think I would actually maybe. Movies, like, so movies, originally it was only in movie theaters, right? Right. And then it was, like. VHS tapes, or well, it was beta, and then it was VHS tapes, and then it was DVDs, and you know, so I mean, that has changed. Like, I don't, we haven't owned a DVD player in like 10 years, probably. Like, we haven't owned a DVD player forever because yep. it's, well, maybe it's, it's, it's a really, it's like, a really interesting point because, um, that's actually a really right. good point. The the medium hasn't exactly gone away. It's just how we consume. How we that consume medium. it is right because right. now yeah. it's all it's consumed streaming or YouTube or you know whatever yeah. like right. that's and like, just like the social yeah. platforms. Everyone like well, I don't know about Facebook. If it works for you, use it. It right. may go away tomorrow. Just don't have all of your marketing dollars in Facebook. That's no. not right. smart. Do email. Do magazines. Got to look at social media kind of like a. a uh, investment option. What's the one where you can do across a whole bunch of small investments? Diversify. Well, it's diversifying. Well, but it's, um, if you're building a house, you have a toolbox full of tools. Yeah. When you're building your marketing plan, social media is your hammer. Yep. That's a very good analogy. Kim, do you do this professionally? I do. <laughs> Weird. Amazing. Yeah. That's a great analogy, actually. All right. So, Edgar, hopefully, um, uh, Pog? Pog Kim is amazing. Pog. <laughs> it's not Pog. Oh my so, gosh. He totally oh, insulted so, you, Emily. So you need to sorry, slap Emily. him in the face what, next time you see him. How am I supposed to pronounce that? Pog. Oh, you're going to have to have Emily on the show sometime. She can talk about writing. She's, she, she's a writer. Oh, I thought I, I didn't see the blue there. I, I thought that's what she actually wrote. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but sure. Sorry, Emily. No, I, I was I wouldn't have even try oh to that if I thought funny. that was the last name. But um okay, that's, a, so, that's a great post too. Like your man Edgar's like 
He's a beast on here, I man. I mean, what can I say? I attract talent. Look, at, look, I've got you here. I've got Kim here. Well, you attracted Kim. Who makes all of the connections for this podcast? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you. Come on now. Because I attracted you. I attract <laughs> the talent. <laughs> okay, so Edgar, what's, what's the Eight-track players remind me of the iPod. Nobody really buys a phone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. I'll buy you a coffee, I promise. Um, okay, so. Well, you can start pronouncing my name wrong if you're going to start buying me coffees. Gladys. <laughs> you already do. That's right. You owe me coffee. <laughs> um, what What are three things, um, platforms, executions, that you're really liking right now? Like, in the last, like, month, two months, if, if you don't mind giving away, like, the trade secret. I'm not giving away trade secrets because I'll tell everybody. Because <laughs> I really, I want everyone to succeed. Because when we all succeed using the tools, everybody succeeds with their business. Yep. And it, the whole circle goes great. So Pinterest, I am loving Pinterest. There is, if you have the right strategy and implement that, Pinterest is amazing. Especially if you're in the market where you do email marketing. Mm-hmm. Any type of email marketing, any type of product sales. Um, anything where you want people to be driven to your website, Pinterest is great. Six month game minimum to even start. It's just a long game, but mm. it is such a you know we search in Google, we search in YouTube and Pinterest. And Pinterest isn't a social media platform really. It's more of a search engine platform, and it's a platform that people go there to buy. You're going to decorate your house. You start pinning pins to how to um, remodel God, your that's kitchen. That's so true. Yeah. So. Th- I've, I've never used Pinterest. So oh, I even, use Pinterest all the time, and even for your car painting thing pinterest would be great because please say that more to him because i can just see his face (laughs) your car painting thing (laughs) sorry it's okay i i announced i pronounced emily's last name right okay emily i just i just got him back it's a garbage fire (laughs) but pinterest actually you know right now it's a heavily female dominated but there is more and more gentlemen going to it and can't you imagine a lot of guys just kind of pinning all these fancy cars and how to wash cars (sighs) and like my whole brain churches using pinterest on mm-hmm. different product like the authors and the christian music and all that stuff it's just a huge platform that is mm. underutilized you know what we use pin- really you know what time. we use yes. pinterest for so i have three teenager teenagers and i have a younger one too but we use pinterest all of my kids get to have that was the first piece or uh, first app they could ever download on their tablets mm-hmm. or their phones or whatever because we use it for family meal planning and so we have like meal planning boards on there and the kids are allowed to go out and search and ca- that's how they come up with their meal ideas for the week so like right. they all have to have one or two meals every week that they help shop for they have to add it to the grocery list and do all of that kind of stuff but then so we have a family meal planning board and then now there's lots of other boards that have come off of that for you know desserts and whatever else but like i bet we've been doing that for three four years probably mm-hmm. with as a family like it's a fantastic tool it is and it's relatively safe and people are yeah. searching. They're, you're well, so looking then the kids then found a lot of fun off of it because then they were able to go do, you know, they they pin all sorts of, like, dumb crap on there that's, like, Pokemon-related or whatever. But, right. like, this week, like, we I just randomly decided last week that the kids all have to give each other Valentines because, like, they don't have to do Valentine's exchanges at school anymore or whatever. So I'm like, you guys need to love on each other a little bit. Go make something for your siblings. Right. So they're all Pinteresting, and honestly, they've come up with some really fun, cute oh. ideas that they found on Pinterest. Like, yeah. Nice. Definitely, I have a grandma board on Pinterest. Yeah. So that I know. Yeah, but that's hidden, so you can hide your board. So if, if you have a business, you do want to kind of stay. You can let your personality show a little bit, but you kind of want to stay on brand. Yeah. So if oh, I for sure. wanted people to know that Fresh Impact 
like I had a grandchild, which really wouldn't help my brand any. Right. It'd make me seem like I'm older than I am. And yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. So you can hide those. So if you have a personal board. You can be a hip grandma. I know. If um, you have a personal board and you want to convert to a business account, convert to your business account. But if it doesn't make sense, like hairstyles for middle-aged women wouldn't make sense, <laughs> hide it. You can still pin to it, just hide it. So that's a tip for Pinterest. My other two favorite is um, LinkedIn, of course. Um, and then I do like Facebook, even though I was in Facebook jail a couple months ago and I about had a heart attack and thought I was going to lose my whole business mm. um, and kind of like panicked me. Facebook is still a great platform. It is the olden days yellow pages. Everybody needs mm -hmm. to be on it. And yep. you can still shine and stand out a lot on um, Facebook. Yeah. I So for us, I noticed a huge disproportion of our website traffic comes from Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if, I mean, there's obvious reasons behind that, uh, but I still really enjoy Facebook a lot as well. Um, there's something about Instagram that I just, I personally really don't care for. Um, and I think it depends on what product you have. Yeah. Like for social media, it doesn't really make, like I can share social media tips on Instagram, but really that's, you're looking at the, pictures yep you're looking at products you're looking at lifestyle so i have a lot better um, engagement on my instagram for my personal like personal stuff than yep. i do for my business right it also doesn't help that instagram is such a bear cat when it comes to the api plugin which you right. and i have talked about a couple of times i don't know why they make it so incredibly difficult to try and do efficient things on there but because the really marketers is. taking over the world. Yeah, well, they're going to do it anyways. Like, yeah. No, matter. it's just because um trying to control the marketing because unfortunately not it gets icky sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that the thing about Instagram is I don't think that people actually engage. Let me rephrase that. I don't think that our generation engages on Instagram. We like to consume it and scroll on it, but we grew up with Facebook. Like we are all so accustomed to interacting with people on Facebook versus if I um, if I look at my daughter's Instagram account, so my daughter's 14, almost 15, freshman in high school, and if I look at her Instagram account, everybody interacts with each other right. on their Instagram accounts. But yep. our generation does not interact with each other on Instagram because it's it's a totally different... And to be clear, like, I'm still using it. Like, we're obviously right. still posting That's it. That's what I mean. Like, we all still use it. It's just it. it's because we didn't grow up with it, though, I don't think. And like, I feel like with, that's like... Same thing with, like, YouTube comments. Never commented on anything on YouTube, ever. Because I treated it like Netflix, Hulu, right. and everything like that. right. I mean, there's like a whole, I mean, there's just a whole community like on But that's YouTube. what they grew up with. Like yeah. that's, right. they've grown up with, that's how they, like, like Kate, that's all she will ever know. Like there's no doubt in my mind that she will never, ever know that you can actually like watch, I shouldn't say never, ever, but she won't understand like watching a TV show, like an ABC or like a Grey's Anatomy or like something like that. Like she will only consume her TV through YouTube channels or yeah. through that sort of like, that's the only way that she's ever going to realize. Like this kind of became obvious to me the other day, actually, because like there's 8 million streaming channels out there now, right? Is that, is an, is that an exact number? Actually, I think it's like 800 8,342,231-ish, 8, somewhere in there. Come on with the stats. 
You can't prepare. You don't. You have no idea how big my brain is. But (laughs) so anyway, we have um, we have Netflix, we have Hulu, we have Disney Plus, and then of course like YouTube and stuff like that is on there. But my kids are like, you're the only person that watches TV on Hulu, Mom. Like you're the only one that uses the Hulu account, and. They're absolutely right. Like when I actually, and it never really dawned on me that way because I was like, well, we have Hulu because we got rid of cable. Like we got rid of cable like 10 years ago. But like the kids don't even realize that that's a thing that you like sit down and watch half hour or 45 minute TV shows because they consume it all through. They watch movies through YouTube. They watch like that's, I was like, what are you watching the other day? Toy Story 4. Like she's watching it through Disney Plus or through YouTube. She's not watching. Occasionally they'll watch something on Netflix, but like usually it's like something older, whatever. But can I can I interject a personal? Yeah, please. Um, This is actually something that I've been not necessarily struggling with, but I now very rarely watch anything on Netflix, Hulu. Or anything like that, other than maybe just like an actual movie that I know mm-hmm. that I want to watch. And for a little while, I couldn't exactly figure out the reason why was. And the reason why is because I don't learn anything from watching a Netflix, Hulu, Disney mm-hmm. Plus, or anything like that. I don't learn anything. I've been watching disproportionately way more YouTube lately, and I have an Apple TV, so it's like it just streams right to that. But um, there's very specific channels that now those are my weekly shows that I watch. And the reason why is there's one or two on there that are strictly for entertainment purposes. But I'm learning something from every one of those shows, quote unquote, shows that I watch. Mm-hmm. And now when I try to watch something that's like, I don't know, on Narcos or The Messiah or something like that, like I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I, this is, I'm literally learning absolutely nothing at all. But, you know, Jess, my wife, she still obviously likes to watch some of those things. So I've, I've just kind of come to the realization that I need to, when she's watching her thing, I need to just like read a book or listen to a podcast or something like that, because I don't know what it is right now, but I just I, I just always want to be just learning something 24-7 all the time, whether that be, be through a podcast or because I view podcasts as almost like miniature books. Because mm-hmm. there's I was listening to a podcast yesterday, Ed Milet. If you guys want to listen to Ed Milet's show, um, he had Inky Johnson on. I don't know if you guys know who Inky Johnson is, but motivational speaker phenomenal story that that the guy has and i was learning so much about perspective and like his struggles and stuff like that that i'm sitting here thinking to myself it was either this or listen to radio where it's just music constantly Mm -hmm. and then like ads for half the day and then maybe they have someone on for like five minutes that you might be able to pull some value out of it and I just cannot imagine not listening or reading or watching something where I'm not learning something that I can implement into my everyday life at, at this particular point in time. Interesting. Is do you own, do you with your clients, do you only do social media or do you all sorts of, like do you have any clients that you recommend them to start doing like podcasting or YouTube or like that kind of stuff as part of their content? Depending on what their goals are. 
Yes. Yep. And we do other things besides social media. So we, a lot of times, um, actually it was Emily when I was visiting with her one time, she goes, and I don't watch TV. So what's, I what's Emily's last name? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. It's like Rogue. 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 She goes, it's, is there like chef something on TV? Like chef. I don't know where they have all the ingredients. Master in the chef. Yes. Yeah, so there's all these ingredients in the fridge and you just yeah. take all that and just, you make a meal. Yeah. She said, that's kind of what I do with social media is that you have all these different things and then we just help bring it in because it's a lot of times it's overwhelming. People just don't know where to start. They don't know. They hear all these different rules and stuff. We just help bring it in and we help make a plan and then we help make the steps. But we do do help people with, um, we have a few that we do all their email advertising for. So they're setting it up. I have a team that works with me. Um, Instagram engagement. I am not your girl to engage on Instagram, but I have a phenomenal team member that is not going to out of the park. So yeah. yeah, so we do all of it. Um, we used to do websites, but now I refer to my colleague to do the websites. Just from who's your colleague? What, what was her name? Uh, Teresa. 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 Shop. Lovely lady. Yes, very much. The so. lovely tea. Yes. <laughs> the lovely tea. Yes. Chopped. Our, That's what she was referring chopped. to. Yes. Emily was okay. Calling you oh, yes. Chopped. I know I just, Emily's still watching. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, she's still here. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> um, okay, so where do you where do you want to take this then? Where do you want to go? We're on the Ellabrick Road. Where do I want to go? Yeah. I don't know. What was one of the other questions you asked? Honestly, I don't remember now what the other well, thing was. Alright, let's uh I uh I I really like the the path of like how does a business owner understand like so if they come to you so when business owners are coming to you and saying i need to fix i need to fix my business by starting a social media channel or by doing more social media or whatever like how do you fix that mindset in their head because it's a very common problem obviously right, right? so like how do you fix that for them and how do you help them um start correcting that mindset in their head. Right. First of all, we start educating them. <laughs> no, stop, no, stop looking at the, awesome. No, stop looking at the laptop. <laughs> Please keep commenting to him, Emily. I'm loving this. Um, first of all, educating them, asking them what their goals are and having them, you know, kind of like when. I'm so sorry. <laughs> when um, you work with your spouse or your children or mm-hmm. trying to anybody is teaching right. them. A lot of times, if they've already had a social media, like they've been posting to Facebook or LinkedIn, we have a phenomenal audit that we do, and we'll go through it, and then I'll actually put action steps. Like, if you have a cover photo on Facebook and you do not have the URL attached to it, you're wasting real estate, so make sure you attach your URL. Simple tips like that. So showcasing exactly how to optimize the platform, and then again, what are their goals, and then developing quick wins so they don't get discouraged, and then actual steps that they can carry forward. That is totally like, again, she must be a professional doing this. <laughs> yeah. It's like you've been doing this a little while. I have been. And How long have you been doing? Like, well, when did you start Fresh Impact? Fresh Impact, about six years ago. But you had been doing, you had been doing, like, marketing stuff before Fresh Impact, though, right? I did. No. No? I was a nurse. I was a health and wellness coach. Well, I mean, I knew you yeah, were in that then, field, like I, right. I kind of, but I was thinking that you were right. somehow like in like marketing. So I was in it before I did did it full time. I did okay. Fresh Impact for two years, part time while okay. I was working full time. Okay, maybe that's what I was thinking. Yep, and then I've been doing it full time. I think four or five years, and we still retain 
quite a few of our same clients, which wow. in this industry is that's kind of unheard of. Honestly, amazing. That's yeah. great. But I, yeah, I think what sets us apart is that one, we're doing social media all the time, so we're we're staying in the business, we're working on it, so we see what's mm -hmm. working, and we review the client stuff their content and their metrics every couple months. Like, is this meeting their goal? And we change really quickly where, oh, this isn't working, let's try this. Or this is working really great, let's try this on other platforms. So in your particular, for your particular business, like, do you have an ideal client? Like, I feel like everybody has kind of gone down with marketing stuff, at least. Like, people try to go down this, like, you have to be super niche. Like, they only work with interior designers or they only work with you know, businesses that are over half a million dollars in sales revenue or like everybody tries to super niche. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just asking if that's what you do in your business. I spent a lot of sleepless nights trying to figure out how to niche. And we work with a plastics warehouse company. We work with authors. We work with MLMs. We work with um, home care agencies. So we work with a large variety of agencies. Mm -hmm. We cater, custom cater the social media to what their goals and needs are where it's easier for me to work with anybody in the health health agency because I'm a nurse, so I've got that background. Mm -hmm. um, I have a garden center that we are working with. I love flowers, so it's very easy for me, and so then I tend to over overwork for them. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Right now, our company is shifting just a little bit. We had um, have had really great success working with a company that is in an industry that has a hard time retaining employees. And so we did ad campaigns, recruiting employees, and at the same time did a marketing strategy showcasing their company culture through social media. Mm -hmm. And they had phenomenal success last year. So we're kind of shifting a little bit. That's a new passion that I'm really into. It's a little bit different twist because people don't think of using social media to showcase their company culture necessarily. Yeah. And uh, you and I sat down and talked like a couple of weeks ago and you were kind of telling me about this and I thought it was just awesome. Like people, first of all, the company being willing to take that risk to do it in the first place mm -hmm. because that's not the norm right? Um, from what I see. And uh, kudos to them, first of all. And, and interesting enough, so like we show up. We're the ones that are going to show up for you on social media. But if I was doing social media for you and I showed up and I had all the cute pictures, everything – when you show up as a person, it's going to increase the engagement. When we work for this client, we showed up. We did awesome stuff. We had great stuff on it. But the thing that really helped was mom was so proud of son Ted. So she shared it on her Facebook page. And mm -hmm. her best friend knew that her son needed help. And that is the beautiful thing about mm -hmm. social media. Yeah. And I still believe even like, like, for instance, this is a perfect case in point. Like, you, we have this marketing Monday page, we have all of this, but like our engagement when we are doing it on our personal pages is way higher because the people that we surround ourselves with care about us and they care about what we are into and they care about well, what you hope so anyways. They care about us. <laughs> we surround ourselves with good people. Yes, we do. That's why Kim's they, in. Yes. And they know, like and trust you. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. That's a fantastic yep. like if and if somebody hadn't hasn't ever heard that like that's the first time somebody said that to me I was like yeah that's exactly what it is right. so like if you're gonna hire a babysitter do you randomly just pick somebody up without interviewing and stuff and it's like for my industry it's the same right I have their babies their businesses it's a very right. very important little piece of their business 
that if they don't know me and like me and trust me, it's going to be really hard for them, for me to ever succeed in helping their business. So then how does a small business get people to know, like, and trust them through social media? Like, are there specific things that you would recommend a small business owner doing on social media to kind of build that reputation or that community for themselves? First of all, find the platform where your peoples are. So if, and Facebook is always almost a given, but then making sure that the platforms you're invested in, you don't need to be on all six, seven, eight platforms. Find out which one you're going to be in and then develop a plan to show up consistently. Because um, I don't remember if I shared with you, it's kind of like if Adam and I had a date for lunch. Ooh, I'm liking where this is going already. Yeah. Well, you might not like it. So we're there. <laughs> you might Keep going. Like she it, is okay? good. I'm is really good at I'm batting zero for zero. I've got Emily <laughs> mad at me. i got Shelly mad at me. Like, you might well, as well. And so we have this date plan, and I don't show up. And so Adam's like, well, that's kind of weird. That's not like him. But Did she, she show, show up, up and see who was there? And then she You left. ghosted right. me? I ghosted you. <laughs> so then it's like, all right. And I message and say, oh, Adam, sorry. I got busy. Let's plan again in two weeks. Well, then in two weeks, if I don't show up, your trust in me ever showing up is going to start to decrease. Yep. Right. That's the same thing that happened. So I posted January 1st, Happy New Year, and then I don't show up again until Memorial Day. Well, you've not developed any trust. They don't know that you care about them, that you're showing any interest in them. And right. so, and then showing um, content that either is educational, entertainment, engagement. That's not just selling constantly. Not, nope. Actually, on your business page, Three posts should be about your client. One post should be about you. Yep. 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 And then using your personal page. You wouldn't believe how many people that I go to that own a business and go to their Facebook personal page. And I have no idea what they flip and do. I know. It drives me insane. Three real estate people put a link so that I can get to your Facebook page. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to go to the classic response to this. My personal page is for my personal stuff. My friends don't want to see my business. Okay. <laughs> Drop the mic. Yeah. Eat. No. Don't do that. Your friends should care about your business. And if you and have if friends that don't, don't care, about, care about your business, you then they're not your friend. And share everything to your personal page. And yes. even if you don't share your personal page, at least make it easy for people to find you and work with you. I don't. If I'm going to pick you to do my car detailing, I am going to spend one minute trying to find your phone number. And if mm-hmm. I'm going to spend more than that. Hold on. We're going to give a real life example to this. Okay. okay. You and I, we go out, we're going to a speed networking event, okay? This is, this, is, this is the real life version of someone who doesn't post to their personal page or have any information on there of what they do. They go to a speed networking event. Hi, I'm Adam. So nice to meet you. What do you do? Just stand there silently. Awesome. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> see, I, me, I paint cars. What do you, what, what do, you do? People, that's not that's not a good way to have a conversation. Like you just that doesn't work. Right. And social media again is connection and creating the communication. People fired up about this. It's just so like some of these things are just so simple. Like there's obviously some things that are like granular that there's like things that you can do. Um, Right. Real quick, just as a quick aside, Justin and I, my business partner, we were just kind of going back and forth here a couple of days ago about. Um, whether or not we should do 30 hashtags or j- we've been just kind of experimenting with eight or 10 hashtags on Instagram. And I said, well, all I've been noticing from what I've noticed, we did 30 hashtags and we're getting the exact, we're getting relatively the same exact engagement. If we do less hashtags, but we make sure that they're the right hashtags. And what I've noticed 
over the top of everything else is as long as like there's a good quality picture and good caption there that's there's a purpose behind it instead of hey look what i did today right right that's that's what has been that's what's worked the best like there's little things like that that obviously you just kind of pick up over time but like for gosh sakes people just like try to think about what you would do in real life like definitely it's just not that i don't know it's not that crazy i totally agree with you I, well, I'm, well, Boy. that's a first for today. It is, actually. Bam! You there got, you go, Emily. You got both of us agreeing. <laughs> About done. Well, on that note, we're probably going to need to end this here pretty soon. Are we? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, it's like one thirty or Well, it's no. It's we, start, we started late anyways. We did, but it's still almost been an hour. So, um... Two things, if I can ask you about it, I don't remember the second thing right off the right off the top of my head now. But email marketing, you said that you've kind of died, or mm-hmm. that you're kind of heavy into he- email marketing. What for you? Have you noticed uh, has worked well with email marketing as far as like the actual structure and sound and voice of the actual email itself? Are we are we still doing like the typical thing where it's like buy 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 or from me, you know, mm-hmm. buy me buy me buy me or um, how are we writing? How are you writing your emails for your clients right now? The clients that are using the strategy of again communication and developing that relationship tend to have a higher open rate that people are building that trust. The reason why we um, promote email marketing is is that what's the most things that people do in the morning when they get up is they pick up their phone and they open your email. So you're Not actually me. in bed with a lot of people. I don't either. A lot of people though, that's what they do. Yeah. They open their emails and so they're right there. And so it's a, just a great way. It's a great tool that you own the emails where Facebook could close tomorrow. And you yep. So that's true. Yes. Totally agree. Yep. And definitely um, having the email, don't just send an email out just because it's Monday and you need to send an email out, having a purpose behind that email. And again, consistency. And I guess I will, I would, it, I lied. Like I do look at my emails, but I don't look. So I get up and I will like scroll my, like my, whatever that's called, like the header thing saying like, these are your, for the most recent five emails or mm-hmm. whatever. And of course, I'm not going to like, I don't open any of the like selling things for like Old Navy or whatever, unless I'm actually going to Old Navy. Like those things always just sit in my inbox. But like if I see something like, oh, my kid's teacher emailed, you know, so I do actually scan all my emails. Right. So to that extent, like if if there's something that that grabs me, that's like, oh, I should probably take a look at this. Right. Or if there's a certain um, person you follow online, um, Mm -hmm. just for lack of thinking it like Rachel Hollis if you're a Rachel Hollis fan and you're following her and chances are Monday morning if she sends an email I don't know if she does or not but if she did mm-hmm. and you like her stuff you're going to open that to be yeah. inspired for Monday yeah. morning yeah that's true yeah. yeah it's like it's like you're almost anticipating that text message from a good friend of yours type right. of situation right or um, providing I mean, value. Rachel Hollis is a good friend of mine well you should get her on the show <laughs> <laughs> I would really greatly appreciate you doing that for us <laughs> um yeah, I I have this uh, wonderful email app that I use called Spark that it doesn't even send me any email notifications until like 9 a.m. or something like that. Anyways, we're not going to get into the whole emailing thing, but I was just curious because yeah. um, I find that a lot of people don't want to do email marketing because they're so used to just getting spammed. Right. Um, and maybe not spammed, but like pointless emails that aren't, there's no personality behind it. There's no um, right. emotion to it. It's just like. Or it serves no purpose. So like 
I kind of beat myself up because it's I take care of my clients really well, but it's kind of like the shoemaker not kids not having shoes. It's really hard to sometimes get your own business taken mm-hmm. care of. Yeah. So I beat myself up like I can't get my marketing. I can't get my emails out. It's whatever, whatever. So I started a marketing Monday tip. So I send one tip. It's usually two sentences long. And I always have a picture of fresh flowers, fresh impact, fresh flowers, kind of trying to. And you wouldn't believe the response and the open rate. Because it doesn't have to, it's not. They know you're not ever selling them anything, and, and it's going to be useful for them. It's not. It's yep. one tip. Yep. Just very simple. And it's like, it started as a, you know, try it. That's my encouragement to people. Try yeah. it. If you have an idea, try it and see if it works. And if it don't, then recorrect. But I tried it, and right now it's working. So we're going to do it. Awesome. It's awesome. Uh, so something that I've been doing lately, if uh, just to kind of keep the conversation going a little bit, but I really enjoy doing... Um, some very light editing and Adobe Premiere and some Lightroom editing and stuff like that. Like, I'm not great at it by any means, but the thing I was struggling with a little bit, a little while ago was I don't necessarily care about people's opinions and stuff like that, but because it's the videos and stuff that I'm editing are Clarity Coat and I want those videos and everything to be shown in the best light possible. I was like, well, I'm doing all this editing, but I'm not doing anything with it. And of course, I'm fine just leaving it on my computer, but I'd really like just get it out there and do something with it. But it's not good enough quality to post to YouTube, Facebook, or anything like that for what our brand represents. Not not because I care about people's opinion, but right. that's what our brand represents. So I started um, posting it to TikTok mm-hmm. because it's relatively unknown at this point in time. It's nowhere near what our um, customer base is, but it's just a creative outlet that... I have one minute that I have to get a compelling story put together, edited and everything like that. Um, and I've been really enjoying doing that. I've only got two videos up right now, but that's because I'm out of content that I can't right. I can't really do anything with it. But what have – I actually – I just now remembered my second question, so I'm glad I went into that. What do you do to stay on top of um, motivation uh, – ideas on what to do with social media for your customers um is there particular blogs that you read or do you just kind of see what happen um what what's happening and then just kind of like hey let's try this out a mixture of both so i belong to a couple different um, organizations are like membership sites that all are focused on social media managers and what we're doing i follow a lot of the industry experts like gary v kind of just to see what's up to date and then i watch what's working and then um, I do like to think outside that box a little bit. I'm not afraid to like, hey, how about we try this and see if it works and, and doing that. So I kind of combine Do you have two or it. three customers that are totally just down for whatever? Like, yeah, let's just whatever you yeah. think, Kim. Oh, yeah, some of them are. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, good some for, of them are. Good for you yeah. two to three. Yeah, good, good for my team. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, let's try this. Or, you know, and some of them I can feel very confident that I can just do it. And then, by, by the way, this is what I did because we built five years of trust. And a couple other ones I'll just say, hey, I have this idea. What do you think? And then we'll implement that. I have this idea that I really want to talk about. Go for it. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of goes back to the creative mm-hmm. thing and there's this idea that I had when I worked at Optimum that I really wanted to do um, and we may or may not be bringing on a chemical detailing line to Clarity Coat just to sell for our applicators and everything and this idea that I really wanted to do was to get 
totally stranded in some state. I know about this already. Do you? Yeah, you've already told me this. I know. I'm well. Well, I guess I don't know that I did, but I've told a couple of people about mm-hmm. it. But I know for a fact I haven't told you about no, it. No, you haven't. Get stranded in a state, and I have just a couple of detailing chemicals, and then I have to then detail my way back home, and I wanted to vlog and video the whole experience. So, like, for example. I just have a couple of detailing chemicals and then I'm stranded in California and I have to detail enough cars and make enough money to buy myself a plane ticket to get back home and like video the whole thing. I don't know why I think that would be so much fun, but it's so like off the wall and different than what everybody else in the Mm -hmm. industry is doing that I'm not scared to like, I would actually literally throw my wallet away and like do that one because I'm confident that I could do it in the first place. But two, just because I think it'd be so much fun to do that anyways. Like, if you challenged me, I bet you can't make enough money in three weeks to buy a plane ticket to London. (laughs) I'll do it in two. Like, come on. (laughs) And, like, just stuff like that that I would have just a lot of fun with. That would be a lot of fun. And I'd challenge you further. If you're detailing cars, why fly home? Why not you drive home and then make it, like... Well... You could do a lot of different things. You could. Like... But the only reason why I was thinking fly instead of drive is because the rent a car is super cheap and gas is super cheap because to drive from California back home, a rental car would cost me like maybe one, 200 bucks, mm-hmm. 250. And then like the actual gas would, let's just call it another 200, which is probably way overdoing it. But, um, that's probably what it would cost. And the only reason why I was thinking the plane ticket is because that's like, six eight hundred dollars or something like right. that like it, it's a yeah. higher it's a oh, higher higher dollar okay higher dollar you. amount yeah um and like i mean i've thought about like making a road trip across the u.s and i have to detail cars all the way across the u.s just to get back home or you know something like right. that and oh you get stranded in europe oh that would be fun like i'm totally down right I have a one-way ticket to France, and I've got these chemicals, and now I have to make enough money to get myself back home. Sounds like a TV show more than it does a... I don't know. I just really want to do it. It does, honestly, though. Yeah. But from that perspective, like, that really could be, like... Set up in a Walmart parking lot but and just hustle. Y- like, that's a YouTube. Like, that's a 10-spot, a you know, TV show, yep. right? Like, on YouTube or whatever. Like, that's that's the type of marketing that get on, would right. get, get on out SpaceX there. and then just get ejected out into space and, like... I have to make enough money, $10,000 for Elon okay, to send me back down. Okay, now you're just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so. I don't think Elon's going to send but you But the home. reason why I bring that up is because I, I'm i not really afraid to do things outside of the box, but it's, it is it is so apparent to me when I talk to other people that they're just kind of like, okay, but what, like, what are other people doing? And I should just kind of do that. Like, right. Let's just go with the safe And option. I have some that are very safe conservatives. Yeah. But sometimes taking that little bit of risk, you might be surprised at what kind of results. And you know what? Most of the time you can hit the delete button if it doesn't work. Yeah. And, and, mo- and what I was just telling uh, somebody, I think, on the podcast yesterday. After, or maybe it, was it wasn't. last a- week. You do realize we don't record it yesterday. It, you know what? Spending time with you is so much fun that it just feels like <sighs> yesterday. But. It's the second time you said it today. That's why I brought it 48 up. 48 hours, everyone's forgotten about anything that you've ever done. Right. In 48 hours. Right. Nobody's going to remember that. You might have like a couple of close buddies that will give you crap about it right. at the bar. but That's if you make a mistake. Sometimes, though, if what you post on social media can make an impact, that it can really change people and their lives, too. Yeah. You know? Right. So most of the time, when you, oops, they forgive you. Like, they forget about it. But sometimes I've seen where social media has really been 
it's a powerful tool yep. when used correctly. Yep. Okay, so we're wrap, getting to the last part of the show, right? Yeah. This last part of the show, Kim, you can talk about whatever you want. You oh, can. I wasn't prepared for this. Part. I know you weren't. <laughs> we don't so. ever. We don't ever want people to be prepared for this. <laughs> you can talk about anything you want to. If there's uh, anything that you want people to know about, or if you want people to contact you somehow, like this is your five ten minutes that you can talk about. I mean, you anything. can talk about your dog. You can talk about what you ate for lunch. You can talk about. We can we can talk about the thing that you're oh so passionate about right now. If you oh, want to go there, I might start. That's crying. totally up to you. <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for le- having me here and letting me talk about social media. It really is a passion, and I am really lucky to be. Able we to, can tell to That's help awesome. people um, use the tool to impact their business. So I'm very excited about that. Um, right now, we are running, and if if you're interested and you're stuck, we're running an audit and action promo. Like we will audit you. We will tell you action steps. I'll do a video and I'll set up a 30 minute consult with you. Um, nice. That information is on our website, which, which website? is fresh impact Nice. So yep. If people are interested, um, otherwise we're just rocking it. We're just, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Nothing else you want to say? Um, just, I just invite, Invite people to just, just keep showing up and keep testing. If it doesn't work today, it might work tomorrow. That's my biggest advice. You should join Kim at Coffee and Conversations. Yep, Coffee and Connections every coffee two weeks. Coffee and Connections, yep, sorry. Connections, but it's a lot of conversing. So every two weeks, a group of women meet at Queen City from 8 to 9.30. You do not have to show up on time. We have people that show up at 9.30. We try to leave at 9.30. The other day it was 11 because <laughs> people are like – chatting but they get caught up in the conversation they did get caught up in the conversation (laughs) and what's beautiful about this is the only rule we have is we're not there to sell ourselves we're really just to connect and support other business women sorry guys you have to have the right parts to show up for this one so (laughs) yes but yep so we have that and it's a lot of fun every week or a couple weeks every other week um new people show up and when it works a lot of people come sometimes it's the lowest we've ever had is like six or eight people and sometimes we're up to 40 yeah, you guys look like you have a fun group going there. We you're do. actually, fun fact, you're actually, that group is one of the reasons why I bought noise-canceling Sony headphones. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> when you guys, well, at points, when it's, like, a big group of people. It is loud. It gets loud and in there. I am so thankful they just keep letting us come. Yeah. Like, it's a great group, though. Like, I would never, I would never, ever, I mean, I don't want that to sound like I'm complaining. No, like, it it's is a loud. Good, it's a good I mean, complaint. some days I'm like, ooh, I think I need to go to the bathroom just to, like, calm myself down yeah. it's a little intense but it's really fun in this lab and you don't have to be a business owner to participate we had someone the other day that attended she's new to town didn't know where to get plugged in and she's going to be a law student nice. um we had another lady this summer that doesn't own her own business but kind of just kept watching us from the side mm-hmm. and she was friends with somebody and they invited her and she goes i don't have a business but you guys look like people i should know and it just like melted my heart <laughs> The plus side is, is that no like, and trust that we're like this coffee and connections is basically social media in real life. Yep. Right. And the amount of business that has been getting done and two insurance agents, like completely different opposite businesses, like one's all state, one state. I don't remember the two since coffee and connections. They meet every month to learn how they can collaborate because they can't always serve the right person with the right services. So the completely, I mean, they are competitors. But through Coffee and Connections, they developed a friendship, and now they're collaborating. And that is the beautiful part of it. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really cool. All right. Impacting lives. 
impacting social freshly media. Freshly impacting lives. Fresh impacting lives. Yes. Freshly impacting lives. It's yes. crazy. I know. <laughs> All right, Kim, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you. It's been Thanks such for a great... Have you. Having me. I'm you. <laughs> having all of us having every day. Having all of us together. All right. Next week, just so that our our studio audience knows what's happening next week, Adam thinks he needs to get out of South Dakota or something. Mm-hmm. So I am having the amazing... The astonishing, uh, good-looking, talented, talented, Thaddeus Geed is going to be with me next stoic week. Stoic on the outside. I am so excited for this. Flower on the inside. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I wonder if that's watching and just heard him being called a flower. All right. <laughs> on that note, peace out, Brussels sprout, <laughs> and tune in next week. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Uh,